Hi, this is Sarah. And this is Rachel. And this is The Ripper Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart, episode by episode, The Vampire Diaries. Warning, this is a rewatch podcast. There will definitely be spoilers. We're always talking about future events as they relate to this episode. This week, we're finally starting season two. I'm so excited. Today, we have season two, episode one, The Return. I just, I'm so excited. All I can say right now is we pick up right where we left off. Everything that's happened on Founders Day. Founders Day is coming to a close. You remember the finale. That's that's where we pick it up. <laughs> Hello, John. Goodbye, John. Yeah, exactly. They literally like replay those last few scenes it's just too. So good. Yeah, and they kind of re-edit it, which is it makes sense because it's it's happening for the second time. We don't need to like watch the whole scene again. Yeah. But they give you those those uh, cliff notes because it's just. It's, it's just so good. You might as well watch it again. It's yeah. just good. Um, but yeah, it ends right where we left off. Elena's arriving home. Mm-hmm. Catherine is carving up John. <laughs> Jeremy's maybe dead upstairs. <laughs> yeah, Still don't know. No one knows. Yeah. Um, and you know how sort of green and new to all of this Elena is because yep. she just waltzes right into the kitchen. Yeah. She hears like clattering and like yeah. she sees John on the floor and she gasps and she just runs over to him and like immediately calls an ambulance. So like, you know, good human, like those are the things you are taught as yeah, an actual human, human instincts. Yeah. yeah. Of like, oh, you see someone on the ground bleeding, call an ambulance. Yep. She does not think to check the house. No. John is like dying. He's like, you like turn around (laughs) yeah yeah Catherine obviously lingers for a little bit when Elena comes in Elena never sees her but Catherine obviously messes with her and is like kind of like going behind her and yeah Yeah. John does the thing where he's like (laughs) yeah Catherine (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's like yeah she has no vampire instincts yet which is fair she's new to all of this but it's just funny and obviously also again Catherine's a vampire she's so fast if she doesn't want elena to see her which clearly she didn't elena's not gonna see her she's not going to um so yeah but she does realize obviously and she's running around with a knife and yeah um, she grabs the knife yep uh the bloody knife that was just used to cut off john's finger yeah touch the like murder evidence potentially but okay yeah um and she immediately is like jeremy and like runs upstairs to check on him and he's out he's out cold again no no um vampire instincts yet because she doesn't even like check his pulse or anything she just is like shaking him and like yelling like wake up yeah which maybe i've been watching too many shows with um police and whatnot in it but you, you go for the pulse immediately yeah, the pulse yeah no um but she's just shaking him yeah Which, he does wake up and then we cut to the title screen yeah he does a little like gasp wake up yeah the yeah. classic the yeah. classic vampire uh thing of the <gasps> cut to yeah cut title screen yeah um of course we then pick up right kind of back you know a little bit in the future the ambulance yeah. has arrived um and they're wheeling out john and stefan shows up <laughs> and it's so funny the cop like standing at the door like blocks him like doesn't let him in and um elena's like he's good he's or good whatever. yeah lets him inside and i just love the idea that like random people in mystic falls would potentially show up and just try to get in the house so this cop has to like monitor the door and not let this random man in like well he was just attacked and they, that's true but like they don't know yet who did it they don't it. know anything yet granted elena probably should conclude it's supernatural but like yeah the police maybe I, it's just maybe. funny it's yeah. just like 
you really think in Mystic Falls these random people be showing up to try to get into the house that we yeah. gotta have like security at the door? I mean, they're like... a founding family. <laughs> yeah, they're the paths could be all over the place. <laughs> if Logan <laughs> Fell wasn't dead, he'd be on the scene. He literally would be in the front yard right now. He actually would be. Yeah. No, so it's just so funny. So he gets in and they yep. they go straight upstairs to Jeremy. It's like, okay, John's good. Yeah. The ambulance has him. Nobody needs He's to go to the fine. hospital with him. Yeah. Um, but who's holding his fingers in a baggie? I don't know, but they get him there and they don't yeah. care. Um, now it's all about inspecting Jeremy. Yes. And we get the return of one of my favorite characters, Scientist Stefan. I was going to say, Stefan the Scientist, Investigator, whatever yes. you want to call him. He's in Jeremy's face. He's oh like, God, he might yeah. as well have like the doctor light, like checking his pupils and everything. Yeah. He's in his face, literally, like physically in his face. And also so aggressively, like he's so aggressive. Like, he like slaps yeah. him for a second. Like he like yeah. He's like, what were you thinking? Like how could you? It's like where is this coming from? No, I, I don't I, know. I thought the exact same thing. It's like it's so funny. He walks in and you know Elena's freaking out. She's like, he took he took this blood. Like Anna gave him this blood and he yeah. took it. And like he says he feels fine, but I don't know because you look fine. And he like looks at the bottle. He inspects the bottle. He throws it. <laughs> And then he, like, runs over, grabs Jeremy's face. It's like, Stefan, I understand this. Chill. This is a very serious matter. Yes. However, we can still deal with it in a calm, cool, and collective manner. Yes, correct. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, also, I mean, he's obviously investigating it. But I feel like it's pretty obvious that he's not in transition. Yeah, because like right he, away, Jeremy, Jeremy would know says, himself. well, that's the thing. Jeremy immediately says, I feel fine. I don't feel any different, which mm-hmm. is... Every single vampire we see in transition, of course, to this point, we've only seen one, um, Vicky. Yeah. But everyone we see after all immediately are like, I do not feel good. I feel, yeah. Like, something's wrong. Everything's wrong, wrong. yeah. Um, so clearly he's not. And Jeremy really wants nothing to do with this. He's like, I'm fine. I know it didn't work. Which Stefan does eventually confirm that, like, he's fine. Um. Yeah. But Jeremy does react and is, like, disappointed, you know, to hear it confirmed that it didn't work. Yeah. Um, and Elena's immediately on him about that and like, why would you want that? And like, mm-hmm. how could you do that? And Jeremy reveals that it was because Anna died that night and yeah. like, you know, he just wants to be a vampire because of that. And then Stefan is on him again. Yes! He's so aggressive about even his answer to this. He's just, I don't know. Where I honestly, is this coming from? No, I, I wrote that too. I was like, I honestly don't know why he's getting so aggressive. He's, this is when he slaps Jeremy in the face. Yeah. And he's like stressing the point that Anna's blood is leaving his system. Yeah. Which he's, is important. Yeah. He's um, almost mean about it. He's like, if you try something like this again, you, yeah, will, you will die. die. Um, okay. Which is important which, for later. Yes. Which is, I think there's a lot of moments in this episode I'm going to keep bringing up. And this is the first one where it's like, they're telling us this in this way because they need the audience to know that true and so that's why they're they're doing that is like hint hint if jeremy dies he could die for real yeah um but the delivery is so aggressive and i don't know why it's it's a theme for stuff in this whole episode basically i know i was thinking that too i think he could still get the point across to jeremy like don't try anything like because you will actually die without being so aggressive i don't know yeah without slapping him i don't know yeah also just have to note stefan didn't take or jeremy stefan says that jeremy didn't take enough to kill himself just to like the blood healed him he took like 50 pills oh yeah didn't you count at the end of the last episode i don't have the count anymore but i said it in the last one that like he took you know 60 some pills i paused and counted every single one and it takes like 30 to kill a person i was like (laughs) 
Stefan Howe. Yeah. Howe. My, my only thought, and I don't know, I'm not a doctor or anything, so I have no idea. But my only thought is maybe, like, like as it damaged, like, slowly, the vampire blood was also slowly healing him. So maybe, That's like, my thought like it's not fast enough, is it my thought. It would have killed him, but since it was such a slow method yeah. of, like, death. That's what I'm thinking. That the blood was just, and which is what Stefan says, is that, like, he didn't take enough to kill himself just to, like, the blood counteracted Yeah, that. the blood did heal him, yeah. But, yeah, it definitely would have it if would, he had taken yeah. the blood. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyway, they they are like, you know, Elena's going to go to the hospital to yeah. go check on Caroline still, yeah. which was the original goal. Um, and Stefan is going to stay to babysit Jeremy, who's like, I don't need a babysitter. And Elena's like, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You definitely do. Sure. Um, so, cut to the hospital. Lots going on at the hospital. Everybody's yeah. there. Yeah, everyone's um, there. Matt, Bonnie... Liz is there. Damon yeah. shows up and yeah. like, I, I he shows up and goes and talks to Liz. And I really like this scene because Damon's first sort of discussion with Carol or Carol Liz, confusing my moms. It's just about <laughs> Carolyn. <laughs> Caroline. Oh my gosh, you're getting twisted up here. So messed up. Okay, Damon goes to talk to Liz about Caroline, and yeah. it seems like he's genuinely there because. Liz called him up as a friend and was like, my daughter's in the hospital. Yeah. Like, come be my friend. I don't know. Like, they, yeah. they do end up talking about Mayor Lockwood, but mm-hmm. it does seem like at first Liz was just like, I need my boys with me. Like, I need Damon with me. Get me <laughs> no, Damon Salvatore. Get me Damon Salvatore for real. And he showed yeah. up. Yeah, I, I thought that too. I was like, this whole episode, actually, Damon is such a good friend to Liz yeah. and to Carol. Like, we'll talk about it yeah. again in a later scene Um, that, like, he really is just showing up for, like, them for them like there's no longer a huge you know like in the first season of like the council and stuff like obviously that threat is still like present but i don't know it's there's no reason to be as like Mm -hmm. if he was doing it manipulatively which i don't think he is there's no reason to be anymore yeah Um, no he's definitely in yeah like so he's just doing it in like a genuine way which i think is interesting um, but yeah, so they do check in about Caroline and then of course they shift the conversation to Mayor Lockwood. Mm-hmm. Um, cause Liz is freaking out that Carol's going to want answers, you know, like a mistake was made yeah. and she says that there was no way that Mayor Lockwood was a vampire. She's known him, you know, his whole life yeah. and you know, like something must've happened and, and Dame is just surprised and it's interesting because this is the kind of first indicator, the first like kickoff of this question of like what happened yeah how could he have ended up there yeah and damon they, they, he doesn't really get into it there obviously but i think it does kind of get the wheels in motion for him of like hmm what did happen yeah um then we do see elena arrive and she goes over to bonnie who tells her you know that caroline might not make it that this might be it. yeah she's actually not doing well yeah um and damon is listening in and he comes and jumps in and he offers to give caroline blood to heal her mm-hmm. which elena immediately says yeah. no she's like she's like absolutely she's, not we no can't way. take that risk yeah and bonnie goes do it do it yeah <laughs> which to be fair i don't really understand elena's hesitation this I mean, is exactly what i was gonna say obviously we know what happens yeah so she was kind of justified in the end yeah but she couldn't have known like caroline would get killed well here's the other thing but, though if they uh, hadn't given the blood caroline probably also would have died. just died so like so better alternative either way 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would rather have my friend be alive as a vampire than just dead. That's what I was thinking. I was like, there would be no question in my mind if yeah. I if I was in Elena's situation. I don't yeah. understand why it's such an adamant no. I definitely, yeah, I thought the same I thing. Know. I was like, I definitely understand the risk of like, you do not want to turn someone into a vampire, first of all, like unwillingly, yeah. but also just in general. But like, you would really rather risk that she just actually dies than risk that she might turn. Yeah. Like... It is a strange reaction. And Bonnie, I think, has, you know, is a drastic reaction. It's kind of surprising for Bonnie, especially, who really hates vampires. Yeah. Um, But she says, do it. This is Caroline. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of surprised it's not the other way around. Like, I would expect Bonnie to be more hesitant. Yeah. And Elena to be like, of course we have to do this. Of course we have to save her life. But yeah, they, they go the opposite direction. I don't know. Which I think is kind of like a powerful, interesting story choice in that way. Because of obviously Definitely. what does end up happening. Yeah. Like, if, yeah, if Bonnie's who hates vampires at this point, <laughs> if she's even willing to save Caroline's life using vampire blood, then yeah, obviously it's important. But yeah. 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 Because again, like it is stressed multiple times. Like she's going to probably die. She'll, yeah. She's not doing great. Um, And so... You know, Bonnie's also really manipulative in the scene to make this happen because Damon says, like, okay, I will yep. heal Caroline, but, you know, Bonnie, then that if I do this, it's a truce, yeah. like, we're good. And she goes, no, <laughs> but you'll do <laughs> it anyway for Elena. Yep. And then she just walks away. Walks off. <laughs> um, Love her. She, and she, well, first she stares him down, and Elena's just kind of like, uh, like, you can tell it's like, awkward Awkward. like why did you just say that thanks and bonnie just walks away leaving damon and elena there to deal with that yeah which of course damon is like we should probably talk about what just happened and yeah elena obviously has no idea what's going on she's like a tomb vampire broke into the house and stabbed john killed almost killed john yeah and yeah damon's like oh when like I was just there. there. Yeah, I was just there. What's going on? And yeah, they have this back and forth where Mm -hmm. Elena obviously has no idea what's going on. Yeah. Damon does. He thinks that they kissed. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jenna comes over, of course. Yeah. I really love how this conversation unfolds. Like, Like, first when it's just Damon and Elena, and then when it is Mm -hmm. uh, Jenna in the fold as well. I think it's like this really interesting sort of like piece by piece of things like not adding up yeah. not making sense it's like yeah. it's the perfect moment you want out of the the doppelganger like hijinks you know yeah it's like, yeah that's the moment Catherine would have gotten so much satisfaction yeah from. that's what she wanted that's what she was angling for the whole time yeah because yeah, it's just so like confusing and um damon about the kiss he just thinks elena is like playing hard to get like that she's just trying to pretend that they didn't kiss yeah (laughs) and he says if you want to forget it happened fine but i can't which is so cute and so traumatic i know um and before they can even unpack that before she can even be like forget what happened that's when jenna shows up um and she obviously is kind of giving damon a look because she just saw them kissing at the house yeah yeah let's not forget jenna just saw them kissing on the porch yeah and now I they're mean, at the hospital together. Yeah, I was like, going to say, spoiling this conversation, this isn't revisited. I don't know if they ever do clarify for Jenna. I don't think... Probably that little period when she does yeah. find out everything. But for now, no. She just lives She's that just confusion like, forever. Yeah, she just was. She just goes on thinking that Elena basically actually did cheat on Stefan. I don't know. Yeah. She probably does. But then also, so what happens in the conversation, yeah. too, is there's the whole confusion with Jenna, too, where she's yep. like... 
I already told you this. And Elena's like, no, you no. didn't. Yeah. Um, so Jenna's probably like, Elena was just out of it that night. Like, <laughs> yeah, the stress. Sleep deprived. <laughs> yeah. It was hard being she on a float. She had to get up at like 6 a.m. to get her hair done. And yeah, like, that's true. I guess a that's true. long day. And then her friend almost died. Yeah. And like, so it, maybe it was fair. Um, yeah. But of course, so they're putting together this confusion. And Damon actually, you know, the smartest one yep. usually. He, he realizes. He puts two yep. and two together. And, um, you know, multiple people people claiming to have spoken to elena when she has no clue Mm. what they're talking about and he just says you've got to be kidding me and i love the face he makes he just kind of looks at them and acknowledges them like i gotta go yeah just runs away (laughs) Uh, i gotta go investigate this yeah so damon rushes off cut to back at the gilbert house stefan is literally just like hall monitor watching over over jeremy yeah who's just sleeping i guess which how is he sleeping with stefan standing over him i don't know no clue um but yeah he's like walking the perimeter of his bed arms (laughs) crossed just staring at him um although i love that shot of him we've used it in an edit before of a thirst trap of stefan yeah it's so good it's a really good shot yeah um meanwhile stefan does hear uh the door open and close downstairs so he runs Mm -hmm. Downstairs to see Elena, quote unquote, yep. coming in. They hug. Um, she says, just what I needed. Mm-hmm. And they share a glance for a second. They really make eye contact for a second. And then attack mode. It's, yeah, it's, it's Catherine. Yeah, Stefan knows immediately, which I always think is a really interesting choice that Damon didn't know and Stefan yeah. did. I don't know, because I feel like we've said before, Damon just seems to get Elena and Elena gets Damon very early on. Yeah. Like we've been saying this since season one. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was an interesting choice that Stefan was the one to immediately realize. Which yeah. I know. I thought many it, reasons why, but I have a few theories because I've thought about this a lot because I also thought it was weird because I would have not necessarily expected it was the other way, but definitely expected at least both of them both to be fooled. Them. I, that's what um, I was thinking. Either too. both of them to be fooled or both of them to know, you know, it's like, yeah, it kind of feels like they should have the same. But I think like one reason is I think. Damon wanted to believe that Elena would kiss him. So I think she he kind of That's just true. let himself. Also, since it was a little bit earlier in the moment, I think Catherine wasn't even like... He hadn't seen her 140 years. It wasn't even a thought of a possibility. Yeah, that's true. Stefan, as we've seen based on his treatment of Jeremy, is on edge. Yeah, That man is on true. high red <laughs> alert. Anything could happen. That is true. He could have accidentally actually just like attacked Elena because he was so already on edge. Yeah. That's so I, I, that's kind of part of my thoughts is because yeah. the weirdness of John getting stabbed, you know, I that's think that's true. You're already thinking like he was on red alert. Yeah. He was like something's going on. Clearly John got mm-hmm. stabbed after the tomb vampires were all, you know, killed in the, yeah. the basement fire. So like he was probably already theorizing that something was going on, and I bet he had a thought that, like, Catherine could be nearby. Because yeah, we also know that's true. that, like, from season one and from, you know, this episode and the next few, that, like, Stefan has a very low opinion of, of Catherine. He does believe that she's, like, pretty much evil. Yeah. So I'm sure he had it as a thought in his head that, like, I gotta keep an eye out for her. Yeah. He also does know, like... Elena was on the phone with him. His clothes were stolen, or Elena's oh, clothes yeah. were stolen. That's true. Yeah, so he could be he thinking, a, you yeah, know. Yeah, he probably was just, all, what are you doing standing over Jeremy sleeping? Like, there's not yeah, that much to do. Yeah, you're just theorizing. You're just standing yeah. there theorizing. Elena and Damon have been very go, 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 go all night. Like, Yeah, they been, haven't really had a chance to stop and think about things. No, which is shocking that Damon does get it as fast as he does, but he doesn't get it until he overhears yeah. the Elena-Jenna confusion, and then he does get it pretty fast. Yeah. Um. But I bet Stefan was standing there theorizing with what he knew and got there as a possibility. Mm -hmm. And when he saw her, 
it just like clicked yeah um so of course he realizes and Catherine says at least i fooled one of you and i had to leave that little tidbit yes had to do that and i think that kind of clues us in as to why she even came back to the gilbert house because at first i was like why did they make her come stab john leave come back like what Mm -hmm. 30 minutes later i was like that just doesn't even make sense as like a thing a person would do it's just kind of like odd behavior but then i was thinking about how she says that i was like oh it does make sense clearly she came back literally just to see if she could fool both of them and yeah. she knew she had limited time to do so because yeah she damon, probably knew elena and damon were out and yeah. Stefan was there basically alone yeah and yeah. that damon and elena it's gonna be realized gonna, within 24 yeah, hours they're that gonna they put never together kissed. soon like, yeah so yeah she knows she has limited time so she's like if i want to really get the double the double fool yeah i gotta do this now it's, yeah it's now or never she's staking it out she's <laughs> she's yeah. hiding in the bushes waiting she probably is she probably compelled a neighbor and it's just like sitting across the yeah true. the street That's waiting so true. um and so Stefan or Catherine, Stefan and Catherine are fighting yep um and he gets distracted because he hears the sound of the door opening which gives Catherine the opportunity because he's kind of like beating her a little bit like he's got her mm-hmm. held back um and so the the sound distracts him and she's able to like i don't know what she does break his arm or yeah whatever. she she's like twists, like, his arm, twists his arm yeah and knocks it, him down yeah. and gets away yeah gets away before damon and elena come in of course yeah and they come in and they realize what's happened and they put it together and they start talking about it mm-hmm. and you know obviously it, also at this point you know they talk about Catherine being there and everything and, mm-hmm. and the thing that sticks out to me in this conversation is that elena says she has to tell Jeremy, like, that Catherine's yeah. back and that she's basically impersonating her. Yeah. Why not Jenna? Yeah. Why? She's like, rude for that. She <laughs> understands this is a problem and, like, she's going, this is probably going to keep happening. Catherine will continue to yeah. play the doppelganger j- hijinks. Yeah. So she's going to tell Jeremy. But why would Alina not also tell Jenna? I don't know. That's the thing that sticks out to me because it just never makes sense to me why they don't clue in Jenna. Yeah, she definitely at this point should have also told Jenna. I mean, it's it's probably mostly that like one, she is still lying to herself that it's going to keep Jenna safer to to not tell her. Yeah, I think so. Um, And also, too, I think she just doesn't want to own up to the craziness that has been happening. Yeah. Like, how do you even begin to tell her? all of the things that have happened that's in true. season one that's true she probably wouldn't have told jeremy if jeremy was hadn't already, already yeah hadn't she already been kind wouldn't of in it. have yeah um but i think true. the realization that she needs to tell jeremy should have also clued her in that she probably needs to tell jenna as well like yeah. everyone you need you live with needs to know at this point that a person that looks exactly like you is actually and who has been in. invited in yeah. yeah so which ends up being a whole thing that happens with jenna that we're going to yeah. talk about probably all season that Catherine is constantly getting at Jenna. So yeah. we're going to talk about that a lot this season. Um, but of course, for now, like, you know, Stefan and Damon are breaking down what Catherine's mm-hmm. motives are and what's going on. And Stefan asks what happened when Catherine was at the house earlier. And Damon's like, well, we kissed. We kissed. Um, which Stefan is obviously pissed about. And yep. they immediately try to fight like then and there. Yeah. Um, yep. But I love how Elena stops them. And Stefan just goes later. And Damon's like, <laughs> Like not yeah, I love their little like their nod. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Damon does have a good observation here as they're talking about Catherine because mm-hmm. you know Elena's like she's been invited in. Like, what are we gonna do? And he's like, move. 
Yeah. Um, Which they do end up doing, basically. Yeah, they do actually really have to do. Um, But basically, like, I think the good observation is that he says, if Catherine wants you dead, you will be dead. Yeah. So clearly she doesn't want you dead and she has a plan. So they plan Stefan is going to go to the hospital to see Mm -hmm. what John wants. They think John might have some information. He must have been working. You know, he's working with Isabel, who must have been working with Catherine. And Damon says his plan is to ignore the bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Which I feel like, again, this is showing how like how well they know her because I feel like Damon is right. That will lure her out. Like that will draw her out. Yeah, definitely different goals. Stefan's like, we got to get two steps ahead of her. We need to know what she's planning. And Damon's like, hmm. It'll unfold if we just ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's just going to lean in and just see what happens. Yeah. So that's the plan. Um, and that is the end of the long Founder's Day night, finally. Yes. Um, we pick up the next morning at the hospital where Bonnie is visiting Caroline again and Matt mm-hmm. is there. And he reveals that she's doing shockingly better. And Bonnie Crazy. asks, like, who was there last night? And he's like, oh, well, just the sheriff. And, oh, yeah, Damon, Stefan's brother, like, stopped by in the middle of the night randomly. <laughs> Other than that, nobody's been here. Which... <laughs> i know like damon and caroline like sort of dated in the that's show true. like yeah, that, they did. we know that like i assume that's what it appears like to other people obviously yeah, yeah. you know that's not really the full extent of it but it yeah. looks like they were dating yeah but wouldn't you be i don't know i just feel like i'd have a different reaction to that if i was matt and my girlfriend's ex-boyfriend showed up in the middle of the night to that's like true. see her in the hospital i don't know it's just a weird situation it's like an odd thing yeah but like he's obviously friends with liz so i don't know they might have that's posed true. it a that's little true. differently but yeah it is just like a funny like in the middle of the night yeah no big deal um but yeah we do see caroline yeah. she's doing much better she's watching jersey shore yep. and she's living to see another day or maybe her last day her last Last human day, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, later in the day at the hospital, we see Stefan and Elena do show up to go to see yeah. John. Um, obviously, that was their plan to go get information. And it's so sad as soon as they walk in and John oh. sees Elena, he immediately like freaks out. He's yeah, like panicking. He's terrified. Which is for obvious reasons, you know, Catherine. And she yes. really clarifies that it's Elena. Mm-hmm. Um, but can you imagine how horrible that would feel? Like, I know she doesn't even really like him. And like, you know, she just found out he was her father yesterday. Yeah. But it's like oh you hate to like have somebody look at you and be immediately terrified of you yeah like it's not even you like it it had nothing to do with her yeah i know Um, it's something i don't really think about often but i i wonder what elena feels about all of this just in general because i feel like so many people that she meets in the show have preconceived notions of her already just based on catherine yeah they immediately think of catherine like like Stefan and Damon, for example, they obviously met her and already knew Catherine. Yeah, I don't know. The Stefan Damon one weird. is the one that definitely needs to be unpacked more, but she definitely ignores that. Yeah, she's willing to overlook it a little yeah. bit. But. but it comes up a lot. I mean, even in the next one, we're going to see it with Caroline. So yep. there, there's a lot of these um, reactions that Elena starts getting directly because of Catherine. Yeah. Um, and so you know they calm him down, and Stefan. You know, he pushes John back down. He's, he tells him he's too weak to be playing the tough guy. Yeah. Clearly, Stefan has to be playing the tough guy here. Of course. Yep. Um, and so, Elena returns the Gilbert ring to John. Yeah. It was on one of the fingers that got cut off, obviously. <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> so funny. Just, they took the fingers, but not the ring. I don't yeah. know. I guess it probably fell off, but like. <laughs> yeah, you think the doctors probably gave it back to them or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she she returns the ring to mm-hmm. him and she asks why Catherine was there. 
Um, yeah. And even in the face of near death, John will refuses yeah. to even answer. He's so unwilling to be forthcoming. He's like giving them a hard time. Yeah, he like won't answer their questions. Yeah, which, all he starts talking about is how he wants them to break up. Yeah, he, he, he can't, can't stand, stand to see Elena with Stefan. Yeah, all these things, which to be fair, I guess, you know, if a vampire just attacked me, I would be pretty anti-vampire in the moment. But yeah, I don't know. He knows Stefan's not Stephen's really like not that. like Catherine. Yeah. Although he's kind of disproving that because Stefan yeah, goes in immediately scene. all the way. Elena's pissed. She's like, yeah. how can you live with such hatred? And she like storms out. Yep. Stefan goes all the way and starts threatening John that he has yeah. to leave town or else Stefan will turn him into a vampire. Yeah. Again, where is this aggression coming from? Like, I guess Stefan's just on edge. Like, He's so on edge. You brought edge. that up and I think that's true. But when watching the episode, it I, I'm like, why? Why is yeah. he so aggressive and so... I don't know. I he understand just... more after Catherine shows up. Like, that's yeah. definitely something I think that would be, like, very, like, triggering. Like, yeah. I mean, for real, he probably has, like, serious PTSD about Catherine. Like, for after, sure. Like, oh, yeah. But he's acting like that, like, to Jeremy before. Yeah, with Jeremy before, I thought, I think is what was really, I don't know. Because if I, it was just in reaction to Catherine, I could understand it a little bit more. Yeah. But still, like, that is Stefan's theme for a while in this episode. Yeah, just he's just aggressive. very aggressive. Because he literally, not only does he threaten John, like, I'm going to turn you into a vampire, mm-hmm. he opens his veins gives john blood yeah he force feeds him yeah Yeah. he's like i'm gonna do it so leave yeah Yeah. um yeah he's wild for that like especially because stefan is usually so like pro-choice isn't really a good way to put it i guess but it's kind of a good way to put it pro-choice yeah pro-vampire choice stefan is very (laughs) willing to be like you should be choosing this if it happens to you like yeah, definitely. Yeah. Stefan's not such, <laughs> so like, weird. a forceful person. Yeah. Um, and it's also really weird because, like, what is even the reason that John, like, desperately needs to leave town? Like, just because they don't like him and they're they mad about like the him? Yeah, I guess like, so. It's not like he's, like, I don't know. It's just yeah. weird. Um, and so they go outside. Stefan finds Elena out there. Yeah. And Elena guesses that Stefan threatened John, which she says, good. <laughs> but I feel like if she knew what that looked like and how that actually went down, she would not be so chill about it. But yeah, I don't think Elena would be OK with the force feeding. Maybe yeah. like a little threatening that she's probably imagining. Yeah, she's but probably imagining a yeah. bit of a like, now, John, if you don't leave Come town, on. Yeah. we're going to have to get a little yeah. rough here. And she's like, that's OK. But no, he like no. held him down and was like, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. Elena definitely would have had a different reaction if she'd seen it. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, they kind of wrap that up. And Stefan says that he needs to go find Damon now, presumably just to go beat him up. Yeah, just to get into a fight. Yeah, yeah just for trying to kiss Elena. Um, you know, like Stefan actively is seeking a fight this yeah, whole episode. Yeah, he really is. I guess, actually, now that we're talking about it in this context... Maybe that is why Stefan's being so aggressive. He's so pissed off about the Damon kissing. Yeah, but the Jeremy oh, yeah, thing, but the Jeremy thing happened too. first. Yeah. See, again, I don't if know. post the Catherine discovery, a yeah. lot of this would make sense. The yes. Yeah, like Damon kissing Elena, trying to, and yeah. Catherine showing up. These are definitely things that lead to some stress, aggression, yeah. you know, whatever. But yeah, the whole Jeremy <laughs> thing was before that, and he went zero to 60 in that moment and has just stayed at 60 yeah he stayed at 60s pushing past like to 80 yeah. yeah um so yeah he he's just so aggressive and, uh, and elena's like you know don't fight yeah him. don't like, fight him and she says you know like Catherine is just trying to like pin you guys yeah against this is what other. she wants yeah um and so like don't fall for it like this is yeah. not productive which i do think is a wake-up call for stefan especially because yes he does, he does mellow out a little bit yeah I, yeah yeah we'll talk about it in the next few scenes with him but yeah mm-hmm. he, this is definitely a turning point in like 
oh yeah I'm yeah le- i'm letting her like win by yeah letting this get to me um next the big event there has to be an event every time this yeah. time mayor lockwood's memorial which <laughs> the I next have, day i have a lot of yeah i have a lot of issues with this like as a concept just because realistically yeah they're having this like wake slash memorial whatever you want to call it the day after it happened yeah presumably insane. and also at their house just seems like kind of odd i don't know i guess like they do have a lot of just town events there yeah but i, I mean, don't know it just seems weird it's so weird i definitely like i've been to like wakes and stuff where it's like at somebody's house after a funeral yeah you know like that's like normal but usually it's like family and close friends not yes, the entire not the town. town yeah i, I think know that's, he's mayor but still yeah i think that's more of it that's i'm confused by it's like the the public the very public like town wake yeah to celebrate not celebrate but like yeah to celebrate the life of the mayor but of course since everyone's there and they were good friends liz is there and of course carol because it's her house and her husband's wake (laughs) yes and they are not happy carol definitely blames liz which yeah is kind of fair but also if only she knew Which she did. She does. She, yeah, she rescues her from the handcuffs. Yeah. But but she but says, anyway. what she says to Liz is like, it yeah. was your deputies who made yes. the mistake of taking him into the her building. Her V5 deputies. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> thus you are responsible, which yeah. is like pretty kind fair, fair logic. It's like, yeah. it is your job. But Liz obviously is like, your husband is the one that like locked me up and did this with John. True. So yes. I think it's pretty fair. And they're obviously just really upset because of course like, Carol literally lost her husband yesterday. Liz's yeah. daughter is, like, dying in the hospital. They're both in really bad places. It, yeah. Just a tense conversation. Yeah. So who comes over to mend the relationship but Damon Salvatore? Yes. What a trio of friends these yeah, two are. Yeah. I love this little friendship trio. And again, like you were saying earlier, Damon does show up for them. And he does seem like he's just trying to be Supported. a friend to them. Yeah. Because wouldn't it actually kind of be better for him if they're all, like, ripping at each other's throats and, like kind yeah. of separating so that he can I kind of just so. take power by himself i don't know i mean i would think so maybe part of it is like if carol gets liz fired then damon potentially has to deal with some new person as sheriff that he can like weasel yeah. his way in which is just annoying but i like to think that he just likes them enough that i he's think like, so i think you know, he does yeah like i'm just gonna settle this like everybody's yeah. feeling a lot of emotions right now and it'll be okay yeah we'll work it out um Tyler also is there. He is at the door greeting people as you have to yeah. do at, a, at your father's memorial, apparently. I guess, yeah. Um, and showing up is Uncle Mason Lockwood, mm-hmm. who, you know, he hasn't seen in seven or eight years because Mason yeah. thinks uh, that Tyler's like 12. Yeah, yeah. they don't seem to like fully recognize each other or like realize yeah. how much they've aged or something, which is yeah interesting. But yeah, Mason rolls up and Tyler calls him like the black sheep. Yes. So we know he's been, and they say the whole, you know, we haven't seen each other in years. So yeah, yeah. We he's know an he's outsider. been off. Yeah. Um, and Damon goes over to Carol to ask who Mason is. Mm-hmm. And she basically says as much. She says, like, you know, he's just looking for the perfect wave. Yeah. And, like, he doesn't care about the council. And, yeah. You know, we're just led to believe, like, okay, he's just, like, this cool guy that just, like, left town and is, like, yes. vibing and, like, doesn't care. <laughs> Which also, I just... Wasn't Mason, like, in Florida? Yeah. <laughs> Is there a lot of surfing in Florida? I was wondering that. There might be. I don't know. I don't know. I would think that's something you would say if someone went to, like, Hawaii or something like I that. I know. I thought that, too. I but I was also was like, Liz might just be saying that. Yeah. I feel like that's... Because it's probably also something that um, Mayor Lockwood would have been saying. That's like, just true. Just being, like... 
oh, undermining just... whatever Mason was actually doing. That's true. That's definitely true. Um. So anyway, so Damon's a little curious about that. You know, Damon's mm-hmm. always always trying to pick up the clues, and he definitely is mm-hmm. now. Um, and so in another part of the house, Tyler has just invited in a curly-haired Elena, which yes. if we know anything, when you see those big, bouncy, like, it's, curls, it's yes. not Elena. Not Elena. Um, and the power pose that Catherine uh, does when she steps foot in the house, she was serving this so whole episode. good. She served every look, every moment in this episode. <laughs> Obviously, I tried to emulate her, like, jean jacket, yeah. jeans. She get her denim it. on denim. She looks so good. Yeah. yeah. She has those, like, weird boots that were so 20 oh, yeah. like 2010s where they were like the high heel like, yeah the high things. heel booty that was like yeah. there's no defined heel yeah just all one blob yeah yeah blob <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of blobby yeah not I my favorite it. shoe but the Catherine makes Catherine. it look good it yeah. looks good on Catherine. um but yeah she shows up yeah so we know Catherine has has uh she's on the scene but everyone yeah. thinks it's elena of course yeah everyone thinks it's elena although none of the people who know that Catherine's like in the fold have seen her yet true um we do see bonnie is there bonnie um interestingly she strikes up a conversation with damon like yeah. she kind of is the one that starts it and she's wondering why the lock words were affected by the device she mentions that tyler got in that car crash because he heard a noise yes and, you know damon mentions that obviously merlock would hurt it because he ended up in the like the basement yeah um, i like to think of this as like a little like beginning of donnie slash bayman yeah bayman getting together yeah <laughs> because yeah they have this little like exchange of information because i don't think damon really knew yeah he that didn't tyler know about was tyler. driving yeah and that it affected him i mean obviously he knew that caroline was hurt but i don't he know if he knew the I, circumstances he probably didn't even really realize that like tyler was driving and, or put yeah or yeah, thought anything of and it. he wouldn't yeah. have heard about the noise so yeah bonnie shares that with him which is mm-hmm. really interesting um and this is why they do end up making such good yeah. friends they're both so like want to put two and two together yeah and like get the facts and theorize yep. nobody else has been interested in theorizing at all about yeah what's no one cares even for a few few episodes Stefan is like i don't care like yeah yeah literally yeah well yeah we'll talk about it a lot in the next one that like yeah Stefan is yep. just making a joke out of the whole thing but like bonnie and is ready she's yeah like, she's like something's, something's going, going on. on yeah um which i'm sure she feels a little guilty but yes yeah, and which is what Damon says. He doesn't even really theorize or like answer her. He's just like, hmm, feeling guilty, Bonnie, mm-hmm. because of the device that you made like yeah, that you available. Said you would, yeah. Um, and so, you know, they aren't yet, there yet in terms of being friends because they yeah, just want to fight. Um, but Bonnie basically turns that around into like, I can take you out. Um, yep, she does the little aneurysm thing. Yeah, she does an aneurysm spell, which this is another one of those moments, like I mentioned earlier, where it's like, this is so unnecessary. Like, why did she just have to do the aneurysm spell on him at a party? But it is because yeah. later we need to see it for comparison yep. um, to a moment we'll get to. But for now, they're just showing us that Bonnie does have the power to like very seriously like injure mm-hmm. um, or affect Stefan and Damon. Yeah. So. It's a good little, like, clue for later. Yeah. Um, then Bonnie goes outside. She's done with Damon. Mm-hmm. And she goes to who she thinks is Elena. Of course. And she mentions, again, another one of these important for later moments. She mentions, mentions how Damon is being such a jerk because he yep. gave blood to heal Caroline. Yep. And he thinks that that makes him, like, you know, so above it all or whatever. Yeah. And that's important. Yep. we'll talk about that later of course um but you know she's like oh, like thanks like i he just gets to me whatever 
um Catherine's so funny too she's just kind of like I'm so sorry Damon did that like yeah she has no idea like how to respond <laughs> yeah I know I will say this whole little arc the, the season one finale and then this first episode of season two I really enjoy on a rewatch because it's so funny to see Catherine like playing this off yeah. and how she does it like yeah which obviously most of the strategy is just like stay vague yeah but I don't be know be nice stay vague yeah be like- nice stay vague but it's really interesting to also see how her tactic evolves. Like yes. when she really plays Elena, like at the end of this season and in season yeah. three. Yeah, and even later. She steps it up. Yeah, because yeah. she knows. It that's what it is now, is like she barely even knows who these people are that are talking yeah. to her, so she doesn't even really know how to play it. Um, but obviously in those later ones, she knows who people are and what yeah. the dynamics are, and she gets really good at it. Yeah. Um, but of course, you can't get anything past Bon Bon because nope. The witch powers. She touches her arm. Yeah, she gives a little arm grab. And we've seen time and time again that when Bonnie touches uh, any part of a vampire, she like immediately gets some specific feeling of like death that she has begun to associate as being a tell that someone is a vampire. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I don't know if they specifically told Bonnie that Catherine is around. I assume they did because she pretty much immediately reacts. It's not like, Elena, when did you turn into a vampire? It's like, this is not Elena. Yeah, Um, I don't know. I... They must have told her. Yeah, she must have. They must have told her, or Bonnie's in the know enough to know it's on the table. To That's know that true. Catherine being back is a possibility. Like Stefan. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like she might not have been confirmed, but she definitely she knows she it's knows possible. it could happen. Um, yeah. Either way, she immediately realizes it's not Elena. She does pretty good at trying to cover up of like, yeah. well, I guess I gotta go I gotta find go, Tyler. Yeah, gotta um, go make my rounds. Yeah, yeah. And so she quickly. Um, you know, turns around and tries to escape, but not quick enough ever for Catherine, who immediately follows Bonnie and basically traps her in an empty room. And she does introduce herself. Hi, I'm Catherine. Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, she mentions that she's working on piecing everything together. She's trying to figure out who all of Elena's friends are. Isabel gave her like the the first clues. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting that she mentions that Isabel told her it's a bit of a puzzle. Mm Mm-hmm. Bonnie tries the aneurysm spell again, so that's why she did it on Damon earlier, I think, is yeah. so that we could I think we see. Have to see. We needed the reminder that, like, mm. Bonnie is very effective at the aneurysm spell on Stefan yes. and Damon, who are very powerful 140 year old vampires. But this only tells us that Catherine is significantly more powerful because it she fakes yeah. that it does something at first, but she's like, Yeah, you're gonna have to try harder than that. It literally, like, doesn't even. Yeah, her. She, yeah, she does the little fake out, which. I was trying to think about this in this moment. I don't know if I remember like another time where someone escapes like the aneurysm spell. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know if maybe Bonnie gets stronger. That's my guess. Uh, They never in any like words confirm like how or what happens. But my guess is that like the powers that Bonnie has at because basically what she, she doesn't she say that it's like popping yeah she says it's like repeated aneurysms basically yeah. and so I, my guess is that like the way she can do it is enough to hurt hurt Stefan and Damon because like they don't have as high of a pain tolerance I'm sure as Catherine um yeah I mean we know like you know there's certain things that Stefan and Damon learn from Catherine like taking vervain taking to the vervain a, yeah. a tolerance that's true so my guess is that like people like Catherine and like the originals they have a, just a higher tolerance to pain they're stronger they heal faster yeah um whereas like Bonnie, as she gets stronger, can probably perform the spell at, like, a much higher, like, rate that actually could start to affect them. But, like, we don't really see that spell that much after the second season, I feel like. It's not something um, in later seasons that happens much. And probably because 
as you're dealing with older vampires, it just doesn't do as yeah, much. Yeah, it's probably not as effective. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so Catherine is that first instance yep. of that where it just doesn't really work. And, you know, yeah. she she vamp modes. She pins Bonnie to the wall. Yep. I love Catherine's face. She has like the, you know, her full fang vampire face. And yeah. she's like snarling. And Bonnie last ditch effort you know which opens the the doors and they fly yes. open so that the whole party can see into their room and she just like makes like the funniest cutest face she's where like, she's like yeah it's like a little like huh okay not bad, bad. yeah not that was bad. a good move yeah um with the like teeth still in it's great yeah um and then just in the nick of time stefan shows up um, of course and Catherine is very happy to just go walk with stefan and yeah. leave bonnie alone forget about her yep yeah she just leaves bonnie alone has her little walk with stefan they have a little like walk and talk they're like at the food you know they they're just talking matt comes up at one point and <laughs> Catherine is interestingly enough like fawning over him she's yeah. like oh his eyes are so blue i like, know i find which... it so funny Catherine is like so obsessed with matt she mentions it yeah. all the time she's always talking about his blue eyes which maybe this is like bad on me to admit because i've watched the show so many times <laughs> never really noticed matt's eyes standing out that much to me they're definitely very blue they're definitely blue but that's where it ends for me she yeah it's it's funny she like she describes him as so dreamy yeah i honestly think Catherine is just like attracted to pretty much every man like i think she's just like yeah they're all beautiful yeah (laughs) any man she can have she will yeah um which is all of them yeah so for sure yeah yeah so, yeah, it's funny. She has this little Matt moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and Catherine and Stefan have so much chemistry. I know. I just love their little, like, games, the back and forth of, like, teasing each other and kind of yeah. trying to get at each other. They're, it's really great. I know. I also think that's, like, really a testament to how well Nina plays this because I think Catherine and Stefan have so much more chemistry than, like, Stefan and Elena. Yeah, Elena know. and Stefan do have a lot of chemistry. They do. Yeah. They just have so much tension, but Catherine has so much fun yeah. that like that the Stefan chemistry is just a completely different vibe, which I do prefer. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, definitely. And I know a lot of people really do ship Catherine and Stefan, which I kind of do too. I kind of do too. I have to admit, I kind of like them together. It's I know hard. it's horrible. Yeah, it's hard because the story yeah. doesn't justify it at all, so you don't want to ship it. I know. But you I don't want do. to, but. I don't know. We'll get into that so much more in later seasons. So yeah. I, I won't say anything. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just. Uh, but anyway, yeah, they're walking around the table. And also, Stefan mentioned something that I was thinking about. He asks, you know, like, what's her plan here? Somewhat like Elena could walk in at any moment and yeah. there would be two of them. Yeah. And that is threatened a lot at this moment because right as this is happening, Catherine and Stefan, they start to like walk outside and Jeremy, Jenna and Elena do arrive. Yeah, they show up. Yeah. And Elena's back with her straight hair, obviously. Yeah. Like if anybody ever were to actually think about Elena at that party, she had two completely different, like impossible to yeah, have looks. That's, so. <laughs> that's the other thing I thought. I'm like, how are people not already just putting it together yeah i'm sure people are like hmm that's kind of odd but like you don't even think much of it because like what i don't know she just went and straightened her hair at the party i guess yeah without knowing you know it's even a possibility yeah i would not be like be like that's weird that elena straightened her hair at the party has a secret twin yeah Yeah. i I just think that was weird of her to change outfits Yeah. yeah um so Elena, when they arrive, she sees Damon immediately. Mm-hmm. So she goes over to talk to him yeah. and just ask how he's doing. Obviously, he says he's hurt. Yeah. Um, or he doesn't say he's hurt because he never says that, which she calls out. Yes, he specifically doesn't say that. But she obviously deduces that he's really upset and hurt. Yeah. Which 
she says as much and he's like no of course i'm not hurt like yeah yeah just playing like the tough guy of course yeah of course yeah and she does say about you know being hurt that like he gets angry he covers Mm -hmm. it up and then he lashes out and he does something stupid yeah talk about like really knowing a person like yeah catherine you know they really know her but elena really reads dim in this episode too like that's very accurate yeah um and so you know they have their little their little moment Mm -hmm. um but elena says that you know she's not surprised that damon tried to kiss her she's just surprised that damon thought that she would kiss him back which is brutal yeah he replies and it gets me every time he says now i'm hurt yeah oh such a fair response that was like I, I understand why yeah. she said it. That's so true. Like, it's not surprising he would kiss her. But, like, of course she would not do that to Stefan. Yes. Um, And I'm shocked that he would think that she would do that to Stefan. Yeah. And so it is, it's fair, but, like, it did not need to be said. It didn't need to be said. He it probably be realized it. As soon as he realized it was Catherine, he probably was like, yeah, it was too good to be true. Like, Yeah, of course. But So, didn't need uh, to be said. Definitely not. Um. Otherwise, at the Lockwood uh, mansion, mm-hmm. we've got Tyler and Jeremy are bonding over their dead dads. Yeah, they have a cute little moment, which... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sad. They, like, you know, they have a drink or whatever. Mm-hmm. Tyler says his dad won't miss the alcohol. And, yeah. Yeah. And Mason shows up, and he literally, like, kicks Jeremy out. He's just like, leave. Yeah. I don't really... Well, I kind of get why he does it. They're I drinking. Think, they're teenagers. Yeah, they're drinking. They're teenagers. And also... I feel like based on the look that Mason gives to Tyler after Jeremy leaves, I think it's also kind of like a, I'm helping you have your own space. Like I was kicking him out so you could kind of be alone. Mm. So I don't think Jeremy was doing that much to, but yeah, yeah, that's the only thing I could reason. Cause I was like, I guess, I don't know. It's an odd little thing. It's such a funny moment too. Cause like Mason kicks him out. He steals the drink and then he drinks it and he looks at Tyler and the music is just blasting. It's such a wonderful (laughs) life, wonderful life. And it's just so weird. Like it's like, it's also weirdly upbeat. Like, yeah, it's so upbeat. It's like, it's a wonderful, life yeah like why is that the song we pick for the funeral scene in which boys are bonding over their dead fathers and the uncle steals uh, the alcohol like what it's just wild <laughs> yeah I, I was thinking that too i was listening to the episode like in the background in addition to all the other times i've listened to the episode and i heard the song playing so i like peeked my head around the corner and it was <laughs> this conversation like they're at a way does not fit at all so it's such odd. a weird choice <laughs> yeah um meanwhile Catherine and stefan are outside they're still chatting away mm-hmm. stefan confirms that um Catherine was the one that changed most of the tomb vampires we obviously speculated about that yeah. in season one and he does say like well you are the one that turned most of them yeah um and Catherine is very much trying to flirt with stefan you know she yeah. she does this little like smile like giggle like mm-hmm. flirty like little thing it's so cute um, and he's having none of it, obviously. Yeah, no. Stefan is cranky today. Yeah, he's not having a good day. He even straight up tells her, he's like, I'm not Damon. The flirting thing is not going to work. Yeah. 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 And then he turns on and immediately like insults her and threatens yep. her. And, um, you know, he's saying that like he's completely over her. Yep. He doesn't want anything to do with her. And Catherine gets him. She goes, based on your choice of women, I'd say otherwise. Yeah. Which- finally yeah. thank god someone called him out on yeah, it somebody Catherine ate like she literally somebody <laughs> had to say that to him like yes you're so over Catherine, yeah. Stefan. you literally don't care except you just stalked this human yeah. girl for like a year and then in, like enrolled Inserted in high yourself yeah you literally enrolled in high school the most absurd thing you yeah. could do as a vampire yeah 
Yeah. He's Wild. crazy. So, yeah, she came out she with that. It. Um, and then this scene continues to have some of the best dialogue um, because Catherine admits, you know, I came back for you, Stefan. To Stefan, who literally responds, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and Catherine to that literally says, you hate me, huh? That sounds like the beginning of a love story, Stefan. Not, not the, end, the of one. end of one. And then she stabs him. Yep. Um, and just runs away. She stabs him. He falls on the ground and she runs away. And that's the end of the scene. Yeah. And it's literally like, Catherine's so crazy and I love her. I know. I'm obsessed with her. I also just, like we were just saying, I love Stefan's relationship to Catherine. It, before before she stabs him, Stefan tells her she's a lying, selfish, manipulative <laughs> bitch. I'm like... They have such good... She's right. They have such good, like, enemies to lovers energy. Yeah. Even though that's not the way it goes down. It's more like lovers to enemies. But I don't know. They just have... I love their dynamic. Mostly because I love Catherine. Yeah, mostly because I love Catherine. And I do love Stefan, too. And I like when he gets, like, a little, like, uh, snarky. Like, you know, a little cranky. Um, And, you know, I do think getting stabbed was really what Stefan needed today because he's immediately leveled out. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Like, Stefan needed to be enrolled in a fight club and Catherine gave that to him. Yeah, exactly. He immediately becomes more logical, very much more usual, level-headed Stefan. And, um, you know, because Damon, of course, shows up and Elena and Elena's kind of like attending to his wound. Yeah, she tends to his wound. Um, And Damon's there kind of like theorizing about like, what did they talk about? What's going on? Um, and Stefan is really trying to like rally Damon that Catherine is just trying to get in between them. Yeah. Like, they need to they need to be careful here. They need to not just turn this into a fight over Elena because like mm-hmm. Catherine's clearly up to something. So yeah, being stabbed was what he needed because he's immediately like he's back on track of like, okay, wait. Yeah. <laughs> he can't just try to fight every two seconds. Yeah, I think realizing it was Catherine and not Elena that kissed Damon and Elena would never do that. And then, yeah, finally getting stabbed, having a little action. And I think in that conversation with Catherine, too, he realized clearly she's trying to be manipulative and she's trying to get in between them. She's pitting them against each other. Yeah. Yeah, And Elena obviously told him that at the hospital, too, which is a part of that realization. Um, And so he makes that clear to to Damon at this point that, like, I'm not going to fight you. Damon's like, why? I'd fight me. Um, but but Stefan just is like no we we need to be like level headed about this we need to be um, yeah careful because Catherine is up to something yeah um, and it's so interesting also too because when he says that you know Damon and he's kind of joking but he says like our bond is unbreakable yeah um, which of course he's joking but I think it's so interesting that he says that because of course we've been discussing a lot through season one mm-hmm. of like to what at what point do they sort of become friends again and get to this yeah. unbreakable point that they eventually do. Um, and I don't know if they're exactly there right now, but it feels mm-hmm. like they're pretty much there, which yeah. is really surprising when in all of season one, they were really actually trying to kill each other. Yeah. I don't know. I think they could pretty much already be there. I think Stefan going in to save his life at the end of the finale, I feel like how could that not yeah. indicate there's a special bond there. He was not willing to let him die. Yeah. I think Elena I is the one piece that, depending on how that goes down, is what could make or break them. But yes. obviously, based on what, how things are currently going down, Elena's not going to let herself be the deciding factor in whether or not yeah. they um, be close or not, which is putting them very much on the road to become an unbreakable pair. Um, yeah. So they're acknowledging that they're they're on the way there. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, I do think it's interesting that, that they sort of acknowledge that point on that, like, the dynamics from episode, season one, episode one, to season two, episode one for Damon and Stefan are just, like, so drastically Very changed. drastically different, yeah. Um, and, and I do love, like, what Stefan actually does say to Damon about this situation. He says, Catherine will try to break us, and how we respond to that will define us. Yes. Which I think is such a, like, a beautiful way to put it. And isn't that just kind of, like, the perfect quote for the show, in a way? Of, like, yeah. Catherine's going to try to break us, but how we respond to it will define us. Yeah. Because it does kind of define them in the end. No, it does. No, it definitely does. I mean, yeah, it's sort of the premise of the whole show. Like, yeah. how they've responded to everything that happened after Catherine. Yeah. yeah. It's People constantly yeah. trying to kill them, break them apart. Yeah. <laughs> Revenge, yada, yada, yeah. yada. Yeah, it's true for even more than just Catherine. Yeah, yeah. like how other people interact with them. Yeah. How they respond to it will define them. Yeah, it does define them. They become like the unbreakable yeah. bond. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of wraps up the memorial service. We don't really mm-hmm. see much else from that event. It uh, People presumably go home. Um, back at the Gilbert house, we do see John. He must have been in and out of the hospital in 24 hours. I don't know how they he's They sewed already. those fingers back on. He's good to go. I guess so. Which probably he wanted to go back to wherever he lived and be like at home and go to his home hospital rather than just like staying in a hospital. Yeah. But either way, he's leaving. Um, and so he tells Jeremy, mm-hmm. you know, goodbye and to say goodbye to Elena Jeremy's obviously pissed at him. Literally, John killed his girlfriend last night. Yeah, of so course. So, don't know why he thought they'd be on good terms. But again, John tries to wield the, your dad would have done the same thing. Always. He tries to, you know, emotionally yeah. manipulate Jeremy into thinking that Grayson would have done all of the exact th- same things. And it's just so annoying. Yeah. Um, But I do like that they mention his dad because they say, you know, they talk about the Gilbert Ring mm-hmm. for a little bit. And John, or not John, Jeremy asks John um, why the ring didn't save his dad. And, mm-hmm. and John says because it wasn't a supernatural death, there was nothing. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just a car accident. The ring couldn't do anything against that. Of course, again, another one of those moments where, like, yeah. indicator towards the Gilbert ring. Yeah. Know, notes for later. Yeah. Back to the Lockwood house. Um, of course, the memorial's ended. Um, but Tyler is still in the study, his dad's study, and he's looking at a photo of his dad. And, you know, the werewolf gene that we don't know he has mm-hmm. yet, but we know he has those anger issues. He starts really lashing out and trashing the office. Yeah. His mom comes in immediately to see what's going on and he shoves her. Yep. And um, Mason runs right in to, to grab to him. And he up. like yeah. tackles uh, Tyler to the ground and is like really mm-hmm. yelling at him and trying to calm him down. Um and it's such a dramatic moment. I kind of feel like Mason escalated that like, Wait, way okay. too intensely. I have the same thought. Like, Tyler, okay, yes, he, like, smashes the picture frame or whatever. And then when Carol tries to approach him, he, like, kind of, like, I don't even want to say shoves her. Like, he kind of, like, just, like. He, he pushes he, he, her. He, he, yeah, he I guess he, like, her. shoves her off of him, like, away from him. Yeah, I think that's why Mason acted that way. Which is, yeah, I would but. assume so. But it wasn't that serious. It was death- tackles him to the he ground. He like and he's hey hey. He's like yeah. yelling at him. He's, he's like screaming. Stop. It's chaos. Tyler, yeah, calm down. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's really drastic all of a sudden. Yeah, and yeah, I definitely think the shoving of Carol is the moment that causes him to react that way because of course. we do know okay. for like yeah. a werewolf especially like true things like that can go again zero to 60 in like two seconds that's flat. true it like, can go so wrong you never know um and so i think that that's why he acted that way because i'm sure he knows that tyler has yeah. that pre uh werewolf trigger he obviously quizzes him about this like later um and so yeah i think that's why but it was so intense i did not feel like i needed to be that <laughs> I know, at all that's what i thought too it's like mason chill it's fine and then well later on it comes a little bit later but then 
you know, Tyler goes off and goes to bed and, like, mm-hmm. you know, Mason talks to Tyler and they have this whole other conversation where Tyler is like, I don't know why I'm so aggressive. Yeah. And Mason says this whole thing where he's like, it's the Lockwood curse. Again, yeah. sort of, like, foreshadowing this thing. And Tyler, like, it's it's actually a really powerful scene. It's a good episode for Tyler if you want to sympathize with him because he's like, I don't want to be like this. He yeah. really emphasizes, like, he can't help himself, which I don't know. I just found that like, I don't know, very sad. I yeah, like being so angry and not knowing why, which I don't know. I feel like you kind yeah. of feel a little bit as a teenager, but I'm yeah. sure it's, it's really amplified. Yeah. And, I, and I think this is another again, another one of those points that's important for later, because ultimately what this is, of course, coming down to is like being a werewolf and having yeah. the werewolf gene. Um because Mason also kind of, like, agrees that, like, nobody wants to feel that way. And yeah. so, to me, it kind of speaks to this thing of, like, uh, the werewolf curse and not wanting to be, um, not wanting to be a werewolf at all. Yeah. And so, that's important for later that we kind of are getting this background that, like, Mason doesn't seem to want this at all. Yeah. Um, and we already know Tyler doesn't, he doesn't even know about it and he doesn't seem to be interested in it. So. Yeah. We're, we're already, like, teeing up how much of a curse Yes. being a werewolf really can be yeah and how you know maybe the kind of curse where you take it to great lengths in order to no longer to, be affected by yes it. to so, not be turning every moon yeah yeah definitely definitely some pieces coming together there yeah so that wraps up everything at the lockwood house the conversation between mason and tyler and then back at the salvatore house we see damon is getting himself a drink and of course yeah Catherine is there yep she drops in to say goodbye yeah quote unquote yeah um She's obviously doing what Stefan literally just said she's doing. Yep. She's trying to get in Damon's head and she's trying to break him. Yes. Um, you know, they have a whole back and forth. Mm-hmm. A, um, yeah, like he asks what she's up to. She yeah. says, when I'm up to something, you'll know it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and basically it comes down to Catherine saying, kiss me or kill me. Yeah. Um, she's laying it on thick of like. Yeah, she's <laughs> really doing the most, but I love it. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. Oh, of course. Um, and so Damon and Catherine start making out. Yep. And sweet, sweet, innocent Damon, as Catherine oh. likes to call him, um, he stops to ask a very important question, which he doesn't really even get out because he's saying, he's like really teeing it up. You know, yeah. If you answer this right, you know, it's rockets, back to right. fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh. Like, it, it, this is this is our defining moment if you answer this correctly. Yeah. Um, answer it like right, and we'll forget the last 145 years. Like, yeah. he's. he's He's laying it all on yeah, the line. Yeah, he's, he's laying it all out there. He's desperate for the right answer. And he mm. doesn't even get the question out because she says, I know what you're going to ask. Yeah. And the truth is, I never loved you. It's always been Stefan. I cry. <laughs> it's so sad how yeah. immediately ready Damon was to take back Catherine. He's yeah. been putting up such a front for definitely this whole episode. Definitely the last few in season one. I think since... Since the tomb. The tomb, yeah. Since the tomb. He's been like... He's oh, been putting on a it. facade yeah. that he's like, yeah, that... Yeah, like, I don't care about her. Like, yeah. I'm over it. And Im- obviously that was not true because immediately, as soon as given the opportunity, he was ready to forgive her for mm-hmm. everything and to just pretend it never happened and to just live happily ever after. And it's kind of interesting, actually, that she doesn't let that happen. But obviously that's because of, like, what... Um, you know, Stefan said is she's trying to just get in Damon's head and break yep. him. And Catherine succeeded. She broke him and she literally barely had to try. Yeah, I know. He looks 
miserable at the He's end of the scene. It's horrible. I oh. And that tees up where we go from there. Uh, the Gilbert house, yep. Elena is ready, getting ready for bed mm-hmm. when a drunk, very upset Damon yep. shows up in her room, which is usually not a good thing. Yep. Um, because I guess if you can't get one doppelganger, you might as well go and admit that you love the yeah, other one. Yeah, you might as well, yeah. Um, and so Damon, you know, obviously is, like, pretty out of it, like, in terms of just every aspect emotionally. Yeah. I don't know, he's, he's not there. He's also, yeah, he's also, like we were saying, he's desperate to get back with Catherine. He's going to forget the 145 years. He's throwing everything at the wall. He's already yeah. made this huge, like, confession. I feel like he, at this point he's, like why not double down yeah he's definitely doubling Which i down. really relate to him like um, why not keep self-destructing <laughs> yeah and so he really is like again yeah. not making much sense not being nope. super logical but he does say one thing here that i think mm-hmm. has really a fraction of truth and is really interesting he calls out elena saying that what they're doing means something and something is happening between them and that she is lying to damon yep. to stefan to herself yep um, because clearly, like, something's going on. And I do think he's right in a way. I do think it's way too early for that conversation. Yes. Like, because, again, she's lying to herself. Like, let's be real. She's so loyal to Stefan. Like, she's not going to do anything about Damon. Yes. She doesn't feel enough for Damon yet to betray what she has with Stefan. Yeah. So, again, that's where, yeah, he's speaking some truth, but he's speaking truth, like, way too early before she's ready to hear it. it. Yeah, it shouldn't be said just yet. Yeah, so... True. So that kind of um, obviously leads to some unfortunate consequences because mm-hmm. he says this all way too early. He tries to kiss her, which is not great. No, it's not good not at all. Good. No. Um, and um, she pushes him off yeah, and she says, I him. care about you. I do care about you, but I love Stefan. It's always going to be Stefan. Oh. That's it's an basically, unfortunate yeah basically what Catherine ver, yeah said. verbatim what Catherine says, mm-hmm. which obviously sends him spiraling. And you know what? I think if I was in Damon's situation, oh, yeah. I would also react really badly. Oh, that yeah. would be so agonizing, so painful. Like, yeah. And obviously, Elena doesn't even really fully know, like, the, the punch her words packed. Yeah, but, she doesn't know what she just did. Yeah, she can't know. But, oh, my God. I mean, I can't say I wouldn't also yeah. lash out. I mean, yeah, the two women you loved, like, literally back to back within an hour saying yeah. it was always Stefan and it's always going to be Stefan. Like, it hurts it It hurts hurts. yeah it hurts um and jeremy chooses the worst moment ever in his whole life to check on elena i know he's just trying to check in too because he's concerned he obviously hears something going on um and damon immediately redirects all that anger and energy from elena to jeremy and he just says you know like you want to be a vampire so bad you want to turn it off um and he snaps his neck elena gives the classic no like yeah the, classic. i can't do it obviously i can but hear it i can hear head, it in though. my head i know yeah. um yeah obviously just tragic and she's like sobbing over yep. jeremy's body and damon just leaves and his face yeah. obviously pretty much immediately shows that he regrets what he did of course but i think the really like the really egregious thing here is that he sees that he immediately regrets it and he just leaves yeah he just leaves elena like standing there or like laying there over her brother's dead body and yeah. like i don't know that that kind of was like the worst thing to me then not than doing it but yeah. like it was it was just as bad to like realize that he made a mistake and to just abandon it and just yeah. be like i'm not gonna try to fix this yeah no i know i think it's almost worse that he would just leave which you know 
obviously right after Damon leaves, Elena is over Jeremy's body. She's like trying to like, she's basically willing it to not be true. And then she sees the ring on his finger, which, you know, I feel like we could go back and forth for this for a whole special episode, but you know, maybe Damon did see the ring and that's why he leaves. He's like, it's okay. He'll come back. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I, I don't really fully think that. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. The leaving is just so bad. I oh. Yeah, I will say I rewatched the scene. Jeremy's arms were crossed. I couldn't even see the ring. Oh, interesting. I was looking for it. I didn't get it, it that close of an eye because I'm in denial. I was looking for it. Yeah, this yeah. was this was a this is a debate in the vampires community. It has been since this episode yeah. dropped whether or not Damon saw the ring. Yeah. And I looked for the ring, and I couldn't see the ring. Granted, you know, Damon can actually look at him, and I have limited frames. But I'm a believer that he didn't see it. I think he just acted rashly, but... I think so, too. I mean, also, I think Damon does address it later on. I think he does maintain he saw the ring. But I don't know. I I thought he admitted way down the line later that he didn't see it. Yeah, he might later, later say he didn't see it. But I think there's another point where... He, he says, says for he a while. saw the ring, but he's just so cagey about it that yeah. it's like, yeah, you just we got all lucky, know. bro. Um, yeah. Yeah, which he got lucky because if Jeremy really had did. actually died, oh for my real God. died right there, that would have been it for Damon and Elena. There would be no coming back. I yeah. could not see a world in which she ever forgave him for that. No. And I honestly think it could have been it for Stelena as well. That's what I was thinking. How could you look at, like, the brother of the person who killed your brother? Yeah. And, and, and it opens that door again that Selena had issues with in season one of just by Stefan being with Elena brings all of this, like, death mm-hmm. and drama into her life that she doesn't need. Yes. And by Stefan being there, Damon being there, by vampires being there. Um, it just it just leaves that possibility so much more open for mm-hmm. tragedy for Elena, which, again, of course, she's going to get into it anyway with Klaus, but they don't know that yet. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think that... They all got lucky that he had that ring on because I think yeah. it truly could have been the end of, of a lot of this if yeah. um, if Jeremy had died. Um, it definitely would have just drastically changed everybody's trajectory. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so sh- she's just going to wait for Jeremy to wake up. Stefan comes over to yeah. wait with her. Um, thank God she didn't have to do that alone. That's just like... I know. It just would be miserable. That's agonizing. Because she couldn't know. They don't really know that much about the rings at this point. Like, Yeah, they don't. Just They don't know how long it might take. They don't really know, you know, what's the behind the scenes. Jeremy's also never died with the ring on. I think the only time is Damon killed Alaric and Damon killed John, John. But he's the only one that ever saw both of them. Yeah, Everyone I was else say, heard. Elena was not present for either of those. Yeah, so, I don't, so you don't really know what happens. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they're, they're just waiting. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine also if Jenna had walked in? They're just sitting in her bedroom. Jeremy's on the floor, dead. Yeah. The door is wide open. I was yeah. like, Jenna could walk in at any moment and be like, what's Jeremy doing on the floor? Yeah, I'm going to try to not be annoying about it. But the theme of this season is why didn't we just tell Jenna? Like, yeah. why didn't we just fill him in? Yeah, get fill Jenna her in. in the yeah. Maybe she's on campus or something. But you think after John was stabbed in the house, she's not going to leave yeah. the kids alone. Like, how do you explain that? I, any so of it. Odd. Yeah, but... Anyway, um, so Stefan and Elena, while they're waiting for Jeremy, are talking about Damon. And it's so interesting in these early seasons how frequently and easily Elena fluctuates between mm-hmm. hating or being friends with Damon. Which, this is the fairest, I think, of oh, the, yeah, the yeah. flips to hate. But so Jeremy does come back, and luckily, a reappearance scientist mm-hmm. Stefan does his little inspection. Checks him out. Yep. He declares Jeremy all good to go. 
Um, and yeah, he's he's like you know coming back to life, shocked and yeah. just like Damon killed me. Um, yeah, but they're all good, all good in the Gilbert house for one more night. Yeah, so far it's really interesting though, like the dynamic between Stefan and Elena also in this scene. I know you mentioned like you know she's so hateful and it's so justified, but I think it's really interesting that Stefan is well. First of all, Stefan is like he must have seen the ring, like he's pretty unwilling to believe that Damon would just do this that's true which again I think speaks to like where their relationship is at like Stefan is sort of yeah they've grown so much closer that Stefan is not wanting to think that Damon would just have snapped his neck but of course Lena Elena doesn't think as highly of Stefan right now and she also probably saw he didn't see the ring there's no way he just saw the ring yeah and also there's a really good moment for for Paul where Elena says, you know, he wants to be hated and I hate him. Mm-hmm. And it's really subtle. So, like, go back and watch it. But Stefan is going in for a hug, like, when Elena is saying this. And you can see Stefan slash Paul's face. Like, he looks upset. Like, he yeah. looks like he's hurt to know that, like, the relationship between Elena and Damon is now broken. Yeah. Like, it hurts him to know that that's broken. Especially yeah. because... Stefan had just given the whole speech to Elena when they were, when she was tending to his stab wound. Yeah. She was like, it's good that Damon feels something. Like, even if he tried to kiss you, it means he cares. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's really well played by Paul. It's so minor. So, like, go back and analyze it to the level that we're analyzing yeah. this. But it's really good. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the trio has the, the, the greatest dynamics because, of course, it's such a fine line of Stefan, of yeah. course, doesn't want Damon and Elena to be too close. He doesn't want him trying to right. kiss Elena. Yeah. But he does appreciate their friendship and does recognize in what ways they're good for each other and especially as Elena yeah. is good for Damon. Um, so, yeah, they have such an interesting dynamic. And it's yeah. only going to – the dynamics are going to be different next episode. Of course. They change gonna, every episode, basically. <laughs> and they pretty much do. Um, another person going through – a big change next episode um we end the night shocker that's not the big end to the night yeah we go to the hospital where poor caroline she's just sleeping in her hospital bed and she has a visitor come in and um you know it's elena shows Mm. up and you know she's talking to elena again curly haired elena as an audience, we yep. already know that's not Elena. Not Elena. That is Catherine. Um, and she tells Caroline, I need you to deliver a message for me. And this is, again, where that information that we learned earlier, if you give Catherine a drop of information, she will use it. It will be used. Yep. And Bonnie telling her that Caroline just conveniently has some vampire blood in her system was all she needed to know to tell her deliver the message game on and then she takes a pillow and smothers Caroline to death death. yeah and Caroline is officially in the fold she's officially going to be in transition yep and to end us off Catherine again serves the walk that she gives leaving Caroline's room yes of course the powerful moment isn't just Caroline being dead it's the way Catherine just like saunters Saunters, off yes Yep. Your high heels just walking out of the room like mm-hmm, i just did that yep so yeah Catherine gets yeah. another one yeah really great yeah such a good episode so glad to be in season two yeah 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 it's just amazing episode after amazing episode and it's a great one to start yeah. us off um yeah yeah what a what a big ending there that launches us into a pretty solid um in memoriam yeah definitely obviously we have the two huge huge deaths of main characters yeah. but they don't stay dead obviously 
Damon kills Jeremy and Catherine mm-hmm. kills Caroline. Yeah. But they both yeah. come back. So Yeah. Jeremy with the Gilbert ring. Um, and the next snap, Caroline smothered by a pillow turned into a vampire. Yeah. Pretty drastic scenarios. Yeah. That'd be pretty horrible. Mm-hmm. Next, we usually have a category we call out of pocket, but we're deciding to rebrand that <laughs> a little bit for season two. So instead yeah. of out of pocket moments, it's going to be moments that we would have done differently yeah. um opens the door up to a little bit more possibilities yeah um because then maybe you could say a moment that usually for out of pocket was too serious like damon killing jeremy would have done that differently yep um but my nomination for would have done that differently is mason trying to de-escalate tyler's yeah. like little rage thing i would have done that so differently like that was not necessary yeah. to just tackle him to the ground <laughs> yeah i think that's a really good one i agree with that one i was in a similar vein, I was going to nominate Stefan's aggression toward Jeremy. I think you're right. The rest of the aggression could stand after Catherine, the whole yeah. Catherine thing. Yeah. But the way he's treating Jeremy, a person who... So unnecessary. Like, is obviously going through something, wants to transition into being yeah. a vampire, and he's slapping him across the face. <laughs> I think I'd yeah. approach that differently. I don't know. Yeah, like, I definitely understand being unhappy with jeremy and trying to be like serious to get the point across but the delivery was not right not great i don't know something about the male testosterone aggression vibes this entire episode that's the whole would have done all that differently i would have done differently that's a good that's a good nomination yeah um so yeah lots of would have done lots of things differently this one i gotta say but next are our best quote yeah lots of quotes i would not have done differently i feel like this was really hard for me because there are a lot of little like one-liners that I really like. So I really like when Catherine says, you know, when I'm up to something, you'll know it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I love Damon's little answer me and it'll be fireworks. I love that whole speech. But I think I have to go with, I care about you. I do. But I love Stefan. It's always going to be Stefan. Just the Elena line. It's so powerful for reasons she doesn't even know, like we already said. Yeah. And it, to me, it's just like the most standout. I it's don't know. such a memorable quote. I feel like people yeah. reference that all the time in reference to like when they're comparing Vampire Diaries to different shows or mm-hmm. like just talking about it in general, though it's always yeah. going to be Stefan is such a memorable thing. I definitely thought about um, that I had that on my list of, of call outs of nominations. Mm-hmm. Um, the one actually for me that like won is you hate me, huh? That sounds like the beginning of a love story, Stefan, not the end of one. Because I just thought that was funny. I do really like that one. I think we can go with that one. I love a good Catherine line. And love and enemies to, or uh, yeah, enemies to lovers. <laughs> yeah. She, Catherine's also a fan. Yeah, she, she definitely is. She gets it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's good quotes. Lots of good quotes. A lot this of one. good I, quotes. I easily could have nominated a few more, but I was like, gotta keep just a couple. Yeah um yeah but best songs not as many there's not a lot of songs this one a lot of them were like yeah. um e- like orchestra yeah, piano, they did a lot of, yeah like the just like little background yeah. classical music vibes i think for like the memorial yeah, um so there wasn't a lot sense. of like real like song songs but of course the one that did stick out for me and was my one only nominee only winner mm-hmm. um curious if you agree is come home yeah yeah by one republic featuring sarah Bareilles. interesting that they used the yeah. version with sarah Bareilles. i thought that worked really well um of course it plays when damon shows up and talks to elena at the end of the episode and then kills jeremy yeah it just fits like the emotion of the moment um really well and like as we've mentioned time and time again they're always uh featuring the same sort of artists and same yeah. like um albums and things like that and they play one republic a lot um, yeah and, and I Sarah really, Bareilles. 
And Sarah Brawless, yeah. And I really like it for these early season vibes. I think it yeah. fits the 2009-2010 energy really well. So yeah. that was my winner. Yeah, that was also my winner. I was going to give a shout out to the It's a Wonderful Life. Oh. Because it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> the memorial. That could have been my things I would have done differently. Yeah. But yeah, I was going to give it an honorable mention. Just oh, as a gosh. joke. Just yeah. as a joke. No, I know. But I kind of <laughs> thought about it too because I was like, it's definitely memorable. It definitely is. <laughs> for certain it reasons. It out. But yeah, I was going to go also with Come yeah. Home by One Republic and Sarah yeah. Morales. It seems yeah. like it has to be the winner. It's just such a memorable yeah. scene, especially between For Damon sure. and Elena. Um, so we'll be adding that song to our song of the episode playlist. We have a playlist yeah. with all of our winners of best songs. It now has all the uh, episodes from season one and now our first from season two. Yep. Um, we also do have a playlist of just all of the season one winners and nominees mm-hmm. that you can check out as well. Um, and yeah, we'll post uh, clips of everything on our TikTok and our Instagram so you can go find us and chat with us there. And you can listen to the episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can also watch the video version of the podcast on YouTube. So next week, next Thursday, join us for Season 2, Episode 2, Brave New World. Yeah. Picking up right where we left off in that one, too. Yeah, lots of uh, vampire drama in that one. So ready for that. (laughs) Werewolf drama, I guess. Yeah, a little little both. Yeah, we don't know it yet, but it is werewolf drama. Yes, yes. Um, So ready for that. Thanks for watching and or listening to this one. Hope we see you next week. Bye. Bye.